Uh, Jason, do you have any uh, words of wisdom for us uh, so that we can get uh, hyped for hyped for the stream? So mm. give us give us a little a little uh, Simpson 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 wisdom. Simpson so, so affirming. Uh, <clears throat> you know when you buy bologna and you leave it in your fridge, maybe you don't put it in a package, but it's got that little. If you leave it there for too long, it's got that little green rim. You know, after a while. Don't eat that, but you can cut that off, and then the rest of the bologna's fine. What if it's got like the meat sweat though? Or can you eat it with if, if it's got like the meat sweats? I don't even know what that means with bologna. I have a method you might be able to. I have a quick bologna story, which is that my friend a bologna story about his grandfather who decided he, he loved cooked bologna, but the way he would cook it was unusual. Um you would put a piece of bologna on an incandescent light. I'm saying incandescent because like now I guess people have LEDs, but light bulbs back in the day would get very hot. So he would put a piece of bologna on a light bulb and it would like fold down and it would sizzle up and cook and he'd pull off a hot cooked bologna cup. So that's part one of the story. Part two <laughs> of the story is that over the course of the next two years, um, he became convinced that he was having a... Um, that there was something wrong with his eyesight. And he went and saw an eye doctor because his vision was declining. And eventually he realized it was because the bulbs in his um, living room were getting dimmer and dimmer from the, from <laughs> the bologna, bologna fat. That's, that's so story. gross. Wow. Wow. So, <laughs> that's my bologna story that, that I was know. incredible. Must have smelled incredible. Oh yeah. yeah, I was about to say like Jesse. Jesse and I were on the same wave. Like I bet it smelled delicious. He turned the lights on. After a couple oh, of minutes, yeah. you get a nice smell. That'd be that's yes. the dream. One Gross. table. I'm gonna I'm gonna try that now. I'm gonna try. I I, I need Grandpa to get a smelled of heavenly cooked bologna. <laughs> no smell quite like a light bulb cooked bologna. Six o'clock in the morning. Get you nice and ready for a day of working in the mines. <laughs> Good cups. I like the part that they turn into cups. That yeah, that's is, true. That's, that's the best part. Yeah, you can serve what you want. You can make a little soup cup out of a bologna. Yeah, if that was today, someone would be putting a poached egg on it, and it would be on like tasty five minute crafts or whatever. <laughs> <That's a good laughs> <point of. laughs> Some sort of TikTok out of it. Yeah, Eric, you said that. I'm gonna be bit willing to bet by Friday there will be a five minute craft for like a bologna cup. We Josh, I don't mean make to be this guy, but it's going to be. I always end up it, right. Maybe, maybe. Very. Okay. Then I, I'm not saying I'm going to steal it, but yeah. Um, uh, by Friday, look, watch the What's Up Fandom TikTok. We'll have a we'll have a bologna cup. <laughs> it's what, a very uh, modern experience, I think, to like spiral watching some kind of garbage like that, and have your partner discover, be like, "What are you watching?" And you're like. I don't know, like <laughs> what this guy is doing with epoxy. It's incredible. If I just had some of these tools in in Justin's shed, I could make this beautiful bowl out of crumpled up paper and epoxy. It's incredible. Anyway. Now, uh, for for the for the uh, bologna bowl, did was was the was the bowl like dusted off first, or or, or is is like the dust part of the flavor of oh, the bologna well, first bowl? Of all, the Dragon Prince. Are we live? Is this happening? Are we well, live? I, mean, I was, I was, I was trying to get a little bit of an intro, and we were, we were trying to. Oh, yes. the, okay. Then the yes. bologna bowl um, happened, and I my was. My assumption is that it is curative to cook it on the light bulb. That who cares about the dust, man? It's it's flavor. It's spice. Yeah, it's it's sterile because the light bulb cooks it all. It makes it 
the whole point was to get rid of the green rings or the meat sweat that you guys were worried mm -hmm. about in the day. Exactly. And speaking of meat sweats, uh, what's up, fandom? My name is Josh, uh, and today we've got a very special episode. We've got some of the cast and crew from the Dragon Prince, and we're going to be talking about season four. So uh, first off, uh, again, my name is Josh. I'm also joined by Kelly from the Fanimated Podcast. Hello. Uh, and let's just uh, let's start with uh, let's start with this will be fun. So let's start with Raquel. And then we'll go from there. So Raquel, you were the first one here. So unfortunately you're gonna get picked on. Don't uh, tell people that, that's embarrassing. Uh, Jesse, you were the first one here. So we're what? gonna go no. ahead and start with Jesse. <laughs> uh, Jesse, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, what's up you guys? My name is Jesse Nocalia. I'm the voice of Soren on the Dragon Prince. Smash that like button, hit subscribe, uh, comment in the chat. I'm not reading it, but somebody might be. Uh, good to be here. Thanks for having me, Josh. Uh, no problem. Uh, we also have uh, fashionably late uh, Raquel. Hey, everyone. Sorry I was late. I had so many things to do. Uh, my name is Raquel Balmonte. I play Claudia on The Dragon Prince, and I'm stoked to be here on Twitch. Don't ask me about Twitch. I'm not going to touch anything. You get Zoom and that's it. Yep. Yep. Thank uh, you very much. We also have Jason. Hi. I'm Jason Simpson. I am the voice of Viren and Barius and uh, Terbium, and I'm very proud of those things. And I'm happy to Bar be Barius the Baker. Many people know him as the Baker, so I feel like we need to like make sure people know Barius's. Sure. Barius the Baker. The the, the he's more than a Baker, though. I mean, I he's the king. He's a lover. He's a he's a he's a man. He's a brother. He's a who knows? Yeah. He's a saint. He couldn't be ashamed. Yeah. He's an ex. Uh, he's an ex. Uh, Catholic Special Forces. Uh, oh, <laughs> yes. Anyway, we're still doing the song. We're, we yes. should do a, a prequel about how yeah. Barrios came to. <laughs> yeah. Bake. I've that... been putting that out on, online, just letting people know this is what he used to do, and now he just he chooses love. And he puts he's that like the Jack head. Reacher of. Uh, yep. That's exactly friends. right. Yeah. In in season five, that should be like the in credits little like post scenes. Just every episode is a different version, like a different a different thing of like, and it tells the story of how one went from special forces to Baker. Yeah. We could probably get Sam Jackson to pop up for an after credits, going, Barius, good to see you. I'm he here might to talk to you about an initiative. I love this. That's great. The various uh, cinematic universe. <laughs> but Jason, I'm sorry for interrupting. I don't know if that's oh, that was it. That was it. Good content or if that's <laughs> it. it's. I mean, we're probably going to cut the majority of what Jason says this episode, which cut it all down. Uh, but we also I have. I get picked on a lot. We also have Aaron. <laughs> Hello. Earlier, when you introduced Kelly, I waved at Kelly, which I think might have accidentally been like. Like as if I was Kelly, like, and we have Kelly and I'm like this, but I was trying to go, hi, Kelly, because I don't know how this works. You can also take my name. That's fine. <laughs> Hello. Uh, Aaron, what do you do? Uh, I'm one of the co-creators of the Dragon Prince. Um, I'm one of the founders of Wonderstorm. Nice. Uh, and we I'm also have... And a former special forces and... <laughs> Are you a baker, though? <laughs> From time to time, I've been known to... To bake a thing. To bake a thing. <laughs> Cookies. Cinnamon rolls. Uh, and we also have Justin. Hi. I'm the other co-creator of the Dragon Friends and another co-founder of Wonderstorm. Uh, you're missing the third co-founder, also named Justin. But uh, 
but we will stand in for him today. Uh, yeah. So uh, now, now, Justin, again, uh, now we have to ask uh, Baker or some sort uh, of. No, I make a good omelet. Okay, <laughs> that's different. It's a valuable. You know skill. what? It's timely, but you also gave me a recipe for something I believe called Christmas goo. Yes, that I is did. like the most decadent thing I've ever eaten. I and did. It comes yes. from your. I need to know what this mother-in-law. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it comes from my mother-in-law, so it is fancy. Nancy, that's right. It's white bread. It's like the worst thing in the world for you. You can only have it on Christmas because it'll kill you if you have it. Oh, I think my wife makes this. <laughs> Super quick. It's white bread. It's a bunch of eggs, a bunch of cheese, yes. uh, Jimmy Dean sausage, pepper, salt, a little bit of cream. That's kind of it. And then, well, here's the crazy thing, Aaron. I didn't tell you this. Over Thanksgiving, we went to our friend's house for Thanksgiving. We had Friendsgiving. They also make egg goo, but they make it on Thanksgiving and they make it with bagels instead of white bread. So if there's an alternative recipe now, yeah, mind blowing. They're both very good. So, yeah. Oh, I, I, I want to try goo now. <laughs> I want to. I, I want to try. I was about to say I want to try Justin's goo, but uh, <laughs> anyway, you will not regret it. You will not regret it. So Going to get demonetized on Twitch, bro. That's all right. Twitch, it's fine. Josh, we're fine. Have we're, some we're, respect. We're this is Twitch. If this I'm not allowed to show my feet, friend. you're not allowed to say that. <laughs> I mean, that's a rule. Raquel, you you don't show them for free anyway. Thank um, you. Finally, someone yeah, gets a, it. No one wants to see my feet. They suck. But anyways, enough about me. Let's talk about our show. Uh, let's show. yeah. Let's Dragon go, Prince. Let's go into the Dragon Prince now. So <laughs> yeah. this one's uh, really kind of for uh, uh, Aaron and Justin. Um, so talk us through the time skip. Like, was this something that you guys knew that you wanted to do? Like back when season one that you wanted to kind of do a time skip, or did it just kind of like happen throughout? You know, uh, the first three seasons. Yes, we we knew that. The way the story, the saga would unfold, there would need to be like time was going to be part of the, the scale of the story um, and part of how we were going to see our characters kind of grow and level up and change um, in an accelerated way. And, you know, some of our models for this are like Star Wars. Like you think of that original trilogy and like it wasn't like Empire Strikes Back happened like the week after Star Wars you know, things happened and, and you pick up at a different point and everyone's got new uniforms and they've changed and it's awesome. So I think that was part of the inspiration for kind of taking that model of of epic saga storytelling and uh, applying it to our series. Justin, would you add? Oh. No. Well, uh, that's it. You got it. Nailed it. Yeah, along with the time scale. Uh, season four also introduces a lot of new characters. Um, so how does a new character get put into the story? Like what happens when you're writing that uh, institutes like, oh, we need a new character here? I mean, well, we call up, you know, the character board and we're like, hey, this is uh, this is what we're thinking. No, we, we I mean, to basically what happens is there's <laughs> always like a we usually we usually break down the stories way beforehand into like really, really component parts. And then start to figure out like, okay, is who's going to be where, what's happening, you know, who's going to be, what character's going to be where and all that kind of stuff. And then sometimes it becomes pretty quickly apparent that like, like I, for example, like Chert and Terabim, who are the guardians, one of them played by Jason of the doors of the, the gates of Umbertor. It was like, oh, there should be, a, there should be some like goofy characters here that like are funny and comic relief and like, where do they come from and what are they? And, and then they pretty quickly became these awesome rock 
guys <laughs> and then you know became sort of what they are in the show which i they're like my favorite characters i think i said that last week they're two of my favorite characters from the season they're just so fun um so starting to like put that together but sometimes they're a lot more serious like there's you know there's characters coming up in the next few seasons that are that are a lot different that are that are designed to like be a foil to one of our other characters or just show something off or a different part of the world off that's <clears throat> that's not like something we've seen before uh jesse so it seems like you have a lot of fun with uh soren this season I do, um yes. can you tell us a little bit about his journey um so i think you know given given the time skip something that really sat with me uh about the script is that you know viren was such a presence in soren's life pre the events of the show and of course, Claudia as well. And this is him without his blood family for the first time, probably in his life. And I think that over the course of, you know, the time skip in that time, he's found a new family. You know, as Vin Diesel says, it's all about family. <laughs> and at the end of the day, Soren has found a new family, new community with Ezrin and Callum and Barius, I assume, and the whole the whole gang. And I think something that that I think is kind of a universal experience is that when we're all on our own for the first time, we just start to become ourselves, the the truest, most real version of ourselves. And I think one of my one of my things coming into season four with Soren was, you know, what would that be like for him? You know, he doesn't have, the expectation of uh, his family around what is true to Soren. And I think that, you know, he's a lot more, he's a lot more genuinely goofy and fun and sweet and golden retriever-ish in four. And I think that a big part of that is just, you know, he's, he's free to be, you know? Um, uh, there was a good question in the chat here. Um, when Soren sees his uh, father alive, um, oh God. What, what do nightmare. you feel was the conversation between those two? Oh, oof. um, this is rough, <laughs> bad, uh, scary in the parlance <laughs> of the children. Um, yeah, I, I can only imagine that it it was it was something, if there even was one. You know, it's it'd be like it'd be like seeing a ghost. You know. Mm -hmm. A real scary mean ghost who tried to get you to kill a bunch of kids. Uh, sorry, I mean, Twitch, that's I like know. most. That's like most ghosts. So yeah, I, I most dads too. But yeah. neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> I would say, yeah, it was. It was probably really heavy. If there even was one, there might not have been a conversation. Things might have been just too awkward. You Aaron, know, but, well, awkward and horrifying. I feel like the sentiment, if anything, if there was a sentiment, might have been Viren saying. You know, this is the, ba the bad version, but like, um, I'm told you tried, you believed you killed me. And Soren sort of would be along the lines of like, you're still dead to me. Something. I mean, it's pretty cold. Maybe, I, I mean, yeah. it's like, it's very, very cold. I don't know. That bad dialogue. I that. And we'll let the writers take a crack at it. But, um, you know, it's for our side story that we're going to set in the world of the Dragon Prince. Yes. Um, let's see, Raquel, we've got. I mean, so much of Claudia this season. And like, 
Can you talk us through Claudio's motivations and how they have or have not changed? Totally. I think one thing about Claudia, just like Vin Diesel says, it's all about familia. And I think with her, there's this like hyper fixation on like, I got to keep my dad alive. She just brought him back. Spoiler alert, watch a show. Anyways, <laughs> I think that she's dealing with that and just trying to like get him let's get him to the next step. Let's keep doing these things. Um, and uh, I think the intensity obviously changes. And I think that's been really fun to play as well. Like just see, and also like seeing her be this young girl in love is is such a fun contrast to like the heavy work she's doing um, and has done. Um, yeah, wait, sorry, what did you ask me? Oh, just about like her motivations. Like, uh, you know, she's done quite a bit in the time skip and in the season. So what's yeah. kind of her motivation behind all of that? Keep veering alive, baby. Yeah. That's what, uh, yeah. Keep dad, keep dad alive for longer than 30 days. Not 31, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 30. Because that day already passed. Yeah, we're, <sighs> yeah. Now that would be hilarious if we're not counting the day, like if the 30 days counts like that day and then we just don't know. And then like 29, like we think it's day 29 <laughs> and we're like, okay, we got one more day. And then okay, like, you're like, spoiling yeah. one of the, <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. Fair. Is it 30 <laughs> business days? Is it yeah. bank holidays? It's like a miscount. Viren just drops. Just like, oh, I counted the days wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Are days the same across? Yeah, never mind. Um, <laughs> are like are like Elven days different than like human days? Like, are like what are, what type of days are we talking here? Like different time zones, bro. Exactly. Extra like hour time to make zones? up for the four fingers. <laughs> um, Jason. Yeah. Uh, this one I I was I was uh thinking thinking really long and hard about for what we were going to ask about Viren. So, Jason, uh, can I get your thoughts on the Predator franchise? Um. <laughs> yeah, well, you really set me up with this one. You know I can't talk for less than 45 minutes on The Predator, so I probably should say nothing. Okay, I mean, that's fair. I mean, I guess we'll talk Dragon Prince. Um, so uh, we we see a lot of, like, a very unsure Viren this season. Um, can you give us a glimpse on maybe what, uh, what some of his thought processes were? His thought processes. His process size. Uh, from when he wakes up. Yeah, until... like, like what's what's he thinking? Like what what's what's he thinking? Like going through this. Uh, well, that's that's a pretty good question, Josh. Th um, thank you, Jason. I I appreciate. I think a great deal of it is seen uh, on screen. There's uh, a, a some of it that I would never share. What I think, uh, because that has to do with my own process i suppose but uh he's certainly seeing uh i think he's taking in everything that has happened and what he now sees in front of him which is his daughter who has made great sacrifices and viren understands what those sacrifices are and what those entail what it takes to do what she did and i think he finally sees how horrifying that is and uh, i mean he's always known that but when he sees it in his daughter uh, that puts a whole lot of things into perspective. So there's a great deal of shifting going on in his uh, moral compass and, um, yeah, in his thoughts. So that's a broad; those are broad strokes. But 
it's enough that there's really big changes going on in this guy. Jesse and Raquel. So um, Soren and Claudia do kind of meet again. Um, were you guys excited like when you read the scripts, uh, script that they were going to meet each other again? So excited. Yeah. So excited. Hyped. Yeah. I think I texted Rack once we got the scripts and I was just like, are you seeing this? Yeah. And are we recording together? Are we doing it? That was, was what? a lot of shouting I... via text. Um, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it was. I, I had been waiting. I had been waiting. It feels like every every season there's like a scene where I'm like, I hope this happens. I hope this happens. I hope this happens. And this was my hope for four was just uh, a reunion of some sort between Soren and Claudia. And man, it was it was so it was so good. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Truly. Like, is it the reunion that, you know, Raquel, like them hugging and having the best time and getting back together? I don't know. Watch a show. But oh, oh, gut wrenching. Yeah. My mom, my mom watches the show. She watched it with one of my brothers and she was texting me. When will you and your brother get back together? When you like, <laughs> what are you guys going to make <laughs> up? What are you going to like, keep watching. And then when she saw that scene, she was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, just trust the process. Just mm-hmm. it's going to happen. Maybe. I don't know. Anyhow, uh, always a pleasure to read with, Je- uh, with Jesse. No, watch your mouth. Watch that face. <laughs> Calm down. All right, I know the truth, though. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> you like recording with Jason as well. I love recording with Jason. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, Aaron and Justin, there, there are a couple other like. Th- there's some other plots that happen this, uh, this, this season. Some uh, other stuff. Again, they're not here. <laughs> we don't really know about them. Um, so, uh, can can you maybe just in case, uh, can we get like a little bit of uh, uh, like some backstory on? Uh, where, like, sorry, I, I, I muffed that question up a lot. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what uh, our other characters are doing? Like, uh, we've got, it, it seems like we've got three kind of, like, main, you know, stories this season, um, yeah. as opposed to, like, we we tend to just have, like, two in, like, uh, the first couple seasons that we're, it's, it's kind of like we've got this story and this story, and they're going to merge at some point, kind of like a Guy Ritchie film. Um, what, what was, we have three this season, and we're, we're jumping around quite a lot. Um, can you tell us a little bit, like, how we decided to start doing more of these, like, jumping around uh, episodes between the three instead of maybe like doing like an episode where we focus on this characters or or this story and like another episode we focus on another story i'm gonna mute myself and let justin answer that <laughs> okay that's a hard question just like a, a craft question uh, I, don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean some of it is that the, you know there's a lot of ground to cover so there was a lot more because we already had all these characters sort of set up we didn't have to worry as much about uh, you know, people can always go watch the first three seasons so they can go see where these characters are coming from and stuff. So we didn't have to worry quite as much about that. Obviously, we wanted it to be interesting for people that had were just picking it up for the first time. Um, but oh yeah, look at the cat. Always got the proud look. Um, so anyway, the you know, so this season we had a lot of ground to cover also for setting up stuff going forward. So we still wanted it obviously to be interesting and compelling, but there's a lot uh a lot of threads had to be uh, pulled on in order for the next three seasons to 
to really be exciting. So it was tr trying to make sure that like we're setting up plus stuff what people wanted to see, right? Like setting things up, but also like what happened with Janai and Amaya and they are together and, you know, there is a whole thing going on there and, oh, there's this whole new character, her brother. And, and what does that mean? And, you know, setting him up in the world and all that kind of stuff. So there's, there's a lot of ground to cover with that stuff. Um, but also just the world of Zadia is big and, you know, trying to get more and more places and, and stuff in there is, is hard when you're only doing nine episodes a season. And we wanted to make sure that it felt bigger and more expansive than, uh, than the first three. So some of these different um, story elements that take place or, you know, happen during the time skip, is there a way that we'll be able to like watch some of these, like, like say uh, Claudia's quest to, you know, bring back Viren, um, all like how people meet um, or is there like a, maybe like a novelization or something that we'll be able to, you know, read uh, maybe like a comic where we can kind of find out what happens here. I think at some point we've definitely, Justin and I have talked a lot about, many of the specifics between uh, season three and season four. I think we actually have a greater understanding of what happened in Zadia and some of the things um, Rayla was trying to do and how Rayla had, um, how she, she may or may not have encountered Claudia or had near misses and, and so on. Um, and we definitely have some sense of the journey Claudia had to go on. Um, and so, yeah, I think at some point that would be, pretty cool to explore. I think we we need to push forward with the saga right now. And at some point, hopefully we'll surprise everyone with like a, you know, a peek at, at that journey. To me, the most interesting part of that period is Claudia's journey. And I'm not just saying that because I want Ragnar to like me. Like, <laughs> like, like movie, movie. <laughs> me and Paula are free, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I for sure would love a whole like side series, just Claudia and Terry <laughs> adventure. Are you guys hearing this? <laughs> Justin, are you hearing this? <laughs> Great. It's anyway. it's just a remake of Dude, Where's My Car? Like that's that's basically <laughs> all it is. What does mine say? Yeah. Yeah. Passing. Yes, there is definitely a lot that happens this season. And we've kind of already discussed, you know, some of your favorite scenes. Um, but like maybe we can just go around like your absolute favorite <laughs> moment from season four. Um, so uh, let's start with Jason. That uh, involves our character or just overall? A any. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, I love, I, I like, I love, and I think it's because I'm part of it, but I love the, I love working with Mark, but I love Chert and Terbium. I love them so much. They are my new favorite characters. Um, there's just that whole, bumbling duo <laughs> sort of aspect that I um and they're just so cool looking uh, and he's got those eyebrows that just sort of move for no I mean anyway uh love those guys but I think uh the interaction we'll call it an interaction for those who haven't seen it yet between uh Claudia and Ibis was at I had a I was I'm an, I'm an emotional I get emotional very easily and I cry easily and that had me I was I was I teared up during that because it was very powerful. It was really well done. It was shocking because I didn't quite know it was coming because I had not read that part. So that was uh, pretty fantastic. I've watched it a couple times since. Uh, it just looks so beautiful and uh, stunning and shocking. And yeah, it's really good storytelling. It's really fun to watch and terrible. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd agree. Uh, Raquel, what about you? Well, Jason took mine, but my second favorite, I suppose, is 
Soren doing stand-up. I thought that was incredible. I, I didn't know that was happening because I didn't read those parts of the script either. I just read what I was going to be in and wow, I just started doing stand-up. So watching Soren do it gave me a whole new like respect for the art. So <laughs> art, do we want to call stand-up comedy art? Uh, uh, but yes. you're, making a, you're making a jump, but I'm into it. We're trying, we're trying. We're trying. So Jesse, what about you? Uh, I, I kind of have two. Um, one of my favorites is King Ezrin's speech uh, in front of Zubaya, where you see him kind of pop in and out of existence between the big fight, big uh, picnic between Claudia and Ivis. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think it's just, it's really beautifully done. The music swelling, the... Uh, Sasha's work is outstanding in it. The way that the scene is directed is just is it's it's art. It's beautiful. Um, I also, I mean, I like any moment with Janai and Amaya. They're my favorite. But mm. I really liked the moment of uh, Amaya just decking those poor Sunfire dancers <laughs> when she's just trying to get proposed to. Because like shit, I wish we saw that in Hallmarks, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's just like all that uh, military training kicks in <laughs> whoopsie all right uh we'll go to aaron okay i can't i gotta give three um i Great. love the interaction between um viren and claudia on the side of the storm spire when the sun is setting and viren is reflecting and contemplating maybe i should let go it's just so beautifully done and oh. like um, it was a great, great performance by Jason Simpson. And then um, Raquel brought such comedy and pathos to the culmination of that scene. I love that scene. And then um, my two other favorite moments are just Soren in pajamas in yeah. general. I love, I just, anytime I see it, I'm just delighted. Nice and then pajamas. I really, for whatever reason, the moment where Callum, they're in the, like the lava pits and it's gotta be like 110, that's Fahrenheit, super hot down there. And everyone's like steaming and sweating and he creates the air dome and Rail is immediately like, okay, now I'm cold. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> so I had three. Sorry. So good. Absolutely. All right. That leaves Justin. Um, let's see. It's okay. It, it's okay if you do four to kind of out, outdo Aaron. Yeah, that's right. No, I think I'll say oh, there are two. One of them is controversial. So I know that Soren dancing is controversial, but the I liked Apelli's reaction to it, which was classic Apelli, which is like, oh, the kids aren't doing it. Like she's not, she doesn't <laughs> care that he's dancing. She's pissed that he was right. Like that, that I thought was very funny. And then I also love Bates' throne uh, that like at the council that he has his little side chair. Uh, we had like, when we were doing the designs, we had like all these different bait chairs <laughs> that we had to pick from and they were all delightful. Uh, <laughs> so I just, I love that he has his own little, you know, side side chair at the at the big table, so. Absolutely. Um, what do you guys want to see in future seasons? Feel free to go all out. Such a trick no, question. No, no, no spoilers, <laughs> no spoilers, no spoilers here. Uh, well, like, what, what do you want to see? I mean, I, I kind of want to see more baking. I'm like, I, I am all for like, I, I've just been stuck this entire time. And yeah, I've, all I've been thinking about this entire episode is like Justin's goo, um, <laughs> the, the bologna bowls. Like, it's just, it's just like all here. 
So more food is what you're saying. I'm I'm very hungry is what I'm saying. <laughs> it would be cool to have like a Dragon Prince cookbook. Oh. Yeah, when's that coming? We need there to use a Dragon Prince is cookbook. Is yeah, isn't there one? one? Yeah. Oh, there was a fan one that was done. That's right. That's what, you know what I, I like is uh, I like talking dragons. Talking dragons are fun. I mean, Ben Ben Cotton was fantastic as Rex. Um, uh, Nicole Oliver's just fantastic overall. Um, but to see these dragons and their personalities coming out in their voice prints is uh, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. So I'd love to see more talking dragons. Yeah, quick shout out, by the way, to Nicole, like who had in a recent record, our showrunner Vilas Sponsberg was was literally weeping, was weeping, crying in a in a voice record. Incredible. He was performing. It was it was so good. I mean, admittedly, he's like Danish and very, very sensitive and emotional, but like mm-hmm. it was amazing. Nicole is the queen. Yeah. Oh. Um I'm still waiting for a musical episode. I think that would be fun. Uh, I I also I say this all the time. I'd love let's I'd love to meet Soren and Claudia as a mom, um, yes. and have mm-hmm. some more interactions between the two. Um, yeah, this is just me me putting it out there. I'm manifesting. Why, Raquel? You guys should mute me on your own. <laughs> Not let me talk. I mean, I'm going to back you because I would love to see more of Soren and Claudia's mom. Maybe like a whole side series about like like before before she left Viren or whatever happened. That'd be oh, cool. Oh. Like an Andor style before series. I just liked Andor. I can't help it. Um, I don't know. I Talking Dragons, great answer. Musical episode, not as hot, but we'll get there. Okay. Uh, not my thing. I feel you though. Um, I I would say like I'm I'm very interested in the uh, <laughs> I'm very interested in the political sides of the elves and humans now interacting on a on a uh, uh, less one to one basis than just Rayla and Callum, and I'm I'm I like the the tension that's brewing there that is you know these these people who are now ostensibly at peace with each other. But I mean, there's a lot of shit going on. There's a lot of deep stuff that needs to be reconciled. And I want to see how that plays out. Yeah. Cause we've only really seen like the human interactions between like the humans and then like the, uh, the sun elves, uh, not any of like the, you know, Rayla's were like the, like the, none, none of the other ones yeah. that we've really the Rayla seen. Elves, any, the Nick's the elves, Rayla elves, the other elves. I, I don't know. I don't watch the show. Um, so, no. Bold uh, admission, Josh. I, you know, whatever. Uh, no. Um, so yeah, we don't really get to see any, any, you know, interactions between them. So it, it'll be nice to, you know, maybe see that a little bit later on. Um, some of like the earth elves and everything like that, that that would be interesting to see how our humans are going to, you know, meet with them. Will they be trees to meet them? I don't know, but <laughs> I'm excited to see. Justin, Aaron, Gania. This is looking forward to like the sweet, sweet piece of oblivion right now. It's so busy. <laughs> the writing, the production, we've been really hard at work and busy. So, um, but yeah, there's so much coming. There, there are really like this this group here right now, like our 
holding back so much of what they know has happened and what they know their characters are going through or have gone through. Um, like I, it's hard to even imagine like what I'm looking forward to, except what they've actually done and brought to life. It's there's really amazing things coming. I know that's vague. That's not really an exciting answer. Can I offer something? I have, I have an offering for everybody. I am most excited about the show to see what the fans think. Oh, brother. God <laughs> damn it, Jesse. That's that right. That's why I got more Twitter followers much. than you two. Well. <laughs> and that means a lot to him, by the way. Yeah, it's, no. It's all, um, I, it's all I have. Jesse, that that whole thing really. That don't impress me, man. I'm sorry, man. It's not. It was. It was not. I don't know. Not Shania. Yes, you know what Shania had in the chat. It's serious. Uh, Jason did let me know that there was a Waterworld spinoff episode, so I am pretty excited for that. Um, I'm I'm ready for for that to happen. Will Um, Viren meet the Mariner? Dryland, does it exist? We will never know. Um, uh, all right. So everybody, thank you. Thank you all so much for, for joining me. Um, where can everybody find you uh, social media wise? Uh, let's start with Justin. Wait a minute. That's it? Yeah. Jason, you questions. had a hard out. I'm no, sorry. No, I man. had a hard out. That's Raquel like, uh, has a hard out too. 15 minutes from now. All right, Jason, go. Uh, f- fine. I was, <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to help you out. I interrupted uh, you, Justin. You have a very important question to answer before we leave. Where can people find you? Oh, where can people find? Sorry, I was like, where okay, can they search on Google Maps? I thought you were setting me up for something. I didn't know what it was. You should, you find man. him where it is twelve <laughs> degrees uh, Celsius. Yeah, that's right. You can you find me. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Wild Speculation or my name, Justin Richmond. Um, that's about it. You can find me in the in my shed at, at twelve degrees <laughs> or seven degrees. I guess. Yeah. yeah, seven degrees. Yeah. You better get to him quick, guys, because it's getting colder. It's getting so. cold. I, yeah, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a serious problem. He's Aaron, what about you? I'm at Aaron Ehaz on Twitter or whatever. At Aaron Ehaz. That's <laughs> where you can find me. I don't know why I'm like talking like that. It's, it's, it's fine. That's my social. That's my Twitter. Twitter. Jesse. Yo. What about you? Oh, where point. you can, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm at Jay and Ocalia on all things. J-I-N-O-C-A-L-L-A. Uh, that is Twitter, Instagram, Hive, Buzz Buzz. Once it comes back, please come back. Uh, and uh, Twitch, don't add me on Twitch. It doesn't do anything. I don't use it. So not worth a sub, but everything else. Check me out. When you first said on all things, I thought that was a new social media channel. <laughs> that like, should be. Like I mean, I am on co-host. I haven't made the Mastodon jump yet. I'm not doing that yeah. shit. But yeah, like when I first heard about Updog. What's up, dog? Uh, <laughs> not much. What's up with you, dog? Oh! <laughs> I I just wanted to hit a button. Uh, Raquel, what about you? Uh, well, I have two different handles for my Instagram and my Twitter. Don't you dare add me on Facebook. I'm going to say no. Uh, that's for family. <laughs> um, so you can follow me on Instagram at RackCity5, R-A-C-Q-C-I-T-Y-5. And then on uh, Twitter, it's 
R-A-Q-A-T-T-A-C-5, Rack Attack 5. I post a lot of my comedy stuff and I have a lot of cool things coming up. So you should check it out. I'm also teaching a lot. So uh, if you want to take classes with me, you should uh, you should look at my socials and uh, get information there. Because that's where I put everything. Thank you. <laughs> Very angry. Uh, yeah, pissed. <laughs> Take my classes. Are there actually four more rack cities and rack attacks? Yes. Wow. Isn't that crazy? And uh, my full name is taken. My full name is taken. I'm like, who else is named with my name? Wow. Anyway. Maybe it's a Highlander thing. You've got to find him. Yeah. 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 That's my pilot. I yeah. find the other Raquel Belmontes. It's Jet Lee's the one, but with Raquel like Belmontes. They're going to be only one. <laughs> uh jason yeah what's up uh so uh so are you gonna record with us on uh saturday for batman returns for our christmas episode saturday oh boy i mean you you um, literally you said saturday me. yeah i did you can find me uh on twitter at a boy simpson <clears throat> that symbol a boy simpson i just waiting for josh to look at his watch and yeah mm -hmm. disappoint. and uh instagram at simstagrams I went, I went on a bit of a deep dive to try and find Jason Simpson on Twitter, at Jason Simpson. Turns out this guy got it uh, like 10 years ago. Uh, I found him on Facebook. I sent him a, hey, what do you think? You haven't used this in 10 years, 11 years. And through my rabbit hole looking, there's like a police warrant out for this guy. And so apparently, I'm probably not going to get that name on Twitter. I don't know if you want that name on Twitter oh, now. Yeah. So, yeah, at a boy Simpson. Uh, Kelly, what about Fanimated? Where can they find you? Sorry, Kelly. You can find Fanimated, an animation fan podcast, on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. And, of course, we geek out about the Dragon Prince all the time. And you can find um, me on the socials at Fanimated Podcast. Nice. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at what's up fandom and on twitter at what's up fandom pc for podcast you can check out our anime podcast the anime book club uh wherever you can download podcasts you can find anime book club and the what's up fandom podcast uh and thanks to our uh sponsors wild bill soda jason are you drinking a wild bill soda right now i was in such a rush i did not get my i always do but not today well you can you can get some delicious craft soda from Wild Bill Soda. Um, just use code Fandom Ten at checkout to get ten percent off. Um, and thank you everybody for coming on. We're gonna put everybody's links in the show notes so you can find them. Uh, also, we're gonna put a link to the Dragon Prince so you can you know watch it. Otherwise, I don't know why you were listening. It was it would be weird if you have no idea who any of these people are. And we're like you know what? this seems this seems like a thing. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do this. I want to look people in these people's houses. <laughs> Sorry, I. What does Raquel's Aaron. kitchen look like? <laughs> Why does Raquel have blue appliances? What are their thoughts on baloney? I like that one. Mm. And uh, yeah, uh, also yeah, look out for the uh, the WhatsApp fandom Twitch account, not Twitch account, TikTok, uh, where we'll be making Justin's goo and baloney bowls. I'm I'm not kidding. I'm gonna go get some baloney literally right now. Um, and we're going to make some bowls and it's going to be terrible. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> it's going to be bad. Um, but anyways, again, thanks everybody. So for what's up fandom, my name is Josh. I'm Jason. I'm Kelly. Aaron. Justin. Aaron. <laughs> Jesse. Justin. 
And I'm Raquel Belmonte. Okay. There it is. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>